What's up, Praise Podcast family? It is Eric here, and we have another exciting episode for you today of the Praise Podcast. It is the 4th of July, so happy Independence Day. Hopefully you are gearing up to grill out some burgers, some hot dogs, shoot off fireworks. Hopefully not, you know, blow off any of your hands or anything while you're uh, (laughs) exploding your uh, celebration of freedom and independence. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I actually... Brooke, I almost one time like I had a bottle rocket that malfunctioned and it blew up in my hand, oh. and I had little tiny black slivers all in my hand that I had to pick out. It's crazy. I'm a survivor. I am a very thankful. Yes, very thankful. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can hear her voice. The <laughs> Brooke Paninski is in the house today, and uh, yeah, we are going to uh, have a little. Fourth of July fun today. Talk all about freedom and uh, all that sort of thing. But hopefully, uh, you have been tuning in to all of our episodes of the Praise Podcast. But of course, if you haven't, uh, we've got kind of a medley of episodes at this point for you to tune into. So after you get done listening to this one, you could go back and listen to I believe about fifteen other episodes at this point that you can listen to. If you didn't catch our last one, we got to uh, hang out and hear the story of our uh, art designer himself, Aaron Fadler, was with us last week. Uh, That was a great episode um, just to hear his heart. We talked about how lighting and worship work together. Uh, So that would be a great one to go back and listen to as soon as you get done with this episode. Of course, as always, you can uh, leave us a rating and review. That helps this podcast get seen by more people. And also, uh, if you're ever wondering when we release new episodes, we do that every other Monday, and there's no reason to try to track that on the calendar because all you have to do is hit the like or subscribe button, and that will automatically update you every time we release a new Praise Podcast episode. So we take all the work out of it for you. We make it so simple. Not to mention, Brooke, the best part, Mm -hmm. it's free. It's free. It's free. It's all free. And so, yeah, I mean, we're just literally having conversations and just asking you all to join in on the conversation. And if you ever want to join in on the conversation, you can do that by emailing us at brooke at centralnow.com or eric at centralnow.com. We would love to hear from you, answer any questions you might have, or just say hey. And uh, we would love to have a conversation with you as well. Brooke? What's up? How are you on this? Uh, what? Well, we're not recording this on 4th of July, but how do you think you'll be on Independence Day? <laughs> well, on Independence Day, I'll be with my husband on our anniversary trip with zero children to have to so hang you're out with you, so I'm going to be great. You're going to be so Well, I'm great, great with or without them, but um, Hayden's gone this week on CIY, so you know, you're know you solo riding it all week, and so it'll feel really good just so to You have earned a breathe. trip to... You're going to Indianapolis? <laughs> it took being married to Hayden for another year to earn a trip, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey, he's yeah, taking, we're going to... He's taking you on multiple trips. Yeah, we, we like to do that, so yeah. we, it's good, too. Um, but we are going to, yes, Indy and staying um, at the Bottle Works Hotel nice. um, in the Bottle Works District. We went there last year, too, um, and it was just so good. And I, Hayden and I, we like to go new places, but this time I was like, I just want to go somewhere familiar that I know that I like. Um, so let's just do it. So we're going back. Nice. What mm-hmm. year anniversary will this be? Number five. Number of married five. five. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Eternal before that, but yes, five of of married. Well, Mm -hmm. congratulations. Happy early anniversary. Thanks. When is your technical anniversary? Let me think. I think maybe the 8th. 7817. Yeah, July July 8th, 2017. I had to think about it. The number means nothing, so it's hard to remember. The date Mm -hmm. was incredible, like the actual day itself, but... 
Right. So I'm more like the husband in, in like situations like this because they get dogged on a lot of like, what's right. what's the date? And you're like, how can you forget? Mm. But I really had to think about it. Like I see it written on a piece of paper. And I'm like, yes, yeah, 7817. Yeah. So, yeah. At least it's kind of like consecutive, 7-8. Which, which is yeah. the only that's, that's way. That's where that kind of falls apart. That's the only way, but yeah, yeah. kind of falls apart after that. But. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, but... Well, cool. Well, yeah. it's just anniversary season, so it is. That is well, today, as we're recording, is yours. Yeah, today is Woo-hoo! my which, and this that, was a big one. I don't know what that says about me that I'm here recording a podcast <laughs> on my uh, on my anniversary, but oh. here we are. So, praise podcast family that shows you the dedication we have. It is say shout out to Adrian Lyde. Yeah, shout out <laughs> She's to Adrian. She's the best. Yeah, yeah. Today is our tenth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one zero in like I think eighteen. Years total. Mm-hmm. I was going to say total again. Like you're like it, it, it's, it's eternal. It's, been, it's, been, <laughs> it's forever. Yeah, over half of my life at yeah, this point. It's so, so fun. Wild. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if you have listened to the Praise podcast uh, before, you know that we like to do this thing called Song Spotlight, which mm-hmm. is basically Brooke and I let you in on uh, what we are listening to in our headphones. Mm-hmm. I guess. So I wanted to give another one from. The Long Co album, and then you, you hackled me out of it because yeah. you're giving me such a hard time. So I picked another one, and this, um, and I didn't even realize it was something that I like had on all the time, and I and I really don't, but it's been stuck in my, just I honestly like stuck in my spirit since kept, mm-hmm. and I'll just like pray it, and I'll just hum it and sing it like I won't listen to it, but it's still just in in my brain in my in my spirit like, but it's this we know, and mm-hmm. that's like an old older song like it's not like super new or anything no, it's not new. um and so but that's we did it at kept and it was it was just good it was just so good that is good but that's, that's a passion song um i i don't honestly know hold on i can look I it mean, is several people have done it but. uh vertical worship oh, okay. well, i mean it could be but this one that i was listening to is from this we know from vertical worship nice but yeah i just i love the bridge especially in the season of my life, but just like when we, and then of course we were talking about, kept was about the wilderness and that's what we were talking about. And so after the uh, sermon, the first song into worship again was this we know, which is really powerful. And the bridge of that was like, um, Jesus, we trust you. We mm-hmm. trust you. Your ways are higher yeah. than our own. Um, I mean, so I think that's just like really important. I mean, it's important no matter what you walk personally, but it's important what you walk, like the longevity of your faith. Of just constantly being like, yeah. your ways are not mine. You, you know, your thoughts are higher, and um, just I trust you. Yeah, so. there's a, I don't know. Holy Spirit must be working in in this way because um, I just got back from hanging out with our high school students for mm-hmm. a few days. You, at you CIY. Came, came back early. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but like really, the whole theme was it was like broadcast, but it was basically this idea of what are you building your foundation on? You know, mm-hmm. like where you and and kind of that same concept of we we put so much stock and energy into these things that we think will fulfill us and that we can, you know, our firm foundations that we can build on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like we build on them and then we realize that in the end they were just sand, you know, mm-hmm. and they just, they get washed away and we continually try to keep building until we build on the firm 
foundation that is, you know, Jesus. Then, yeah. so it's just that that theme seems to be popping up a lot of just like. Well, it's as a you, word for you, his people yeah. in this time. I mean, I'm just not surprised. Which we'll get to that a little later. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. But what about you? What's your song? So, uh, because I was at CIY, mm-hmm. um, the band that was there, which was doing a great job, it was kind of a, a cool thing. They the guy that was supposed to be leading got COVID, mm. and so. Um, I raised my hand and I was like, <laughs> oh my do you guys need somebody? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. One day you'll uh, lead at a CIY and you'll remember this moment when you just joked about it. And yeah. then we'll be podcasting and I be would, like, hey, really, actually, we did it. Yeah, I would throw down at a CIY. <laughs> you but would. Um, anyways, yeah, so they like brought in this guy to I me, mean, like, he literally had to come like the day of and, you know, he was playing with a band that he never played. I don't know. It was just mm. knowing what he was going through yeah. in that moment, in that time, like he did, he just did such a great job. You and should so, tell him that. Uh, I, well, I, I might have to look him up and mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know him, but uh, his matter. name is Rob Jones, I believe was yeah. his name. Um, but yeah, he did a great job, you know, just yeah. all things I know that would not be. Uh, super easy to get the call like on a Monday morning, like, "Hey, what are you doing you wanna tonight? Come, you want to yeah. come lead worship you know, tonight with <laughs> band guys that you may or may never have met before? Yeah, probably a set list mm-hmm. that you didn't pick and mm-hmm. that you may or may not know these songs. You know, and he came and he ripped. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that being said, at CIY they sing a song called uh, "Behold" by um, Mission House. And uh, I did not heard of this song or honestly Mission House before this, but mm-hmm. they sang it and. Uh, Caden, who plays drums for us and also does all of our video stuff, uh, him and I kind of were like, the first time we heard it, we were like, do we like this song? Mm-hmm. Do we like it? And then <laughs> they did it again, and we were like, I think we think we I like think this we song. Like like, it. I think this song yeah. hit. And then like the bridge, um, I like the bridge, just to, like lyrically, it's one of those songs that's well written. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you know, it's, it's not your typical cliche lyrics, you know, but like I think the bridge was, um, we've sown in tears so we'll reap, uh, we'll reap in joy, mm. which, you know, I mean, just like the play on sowing and reaping mm-hmm. and just that. It was mm-hmm. it's just a well-written song. It was I good. Love that. Yeah. And so Behold by Mission House. You should look Shout that out. up. There Shout out go. to them. Awesome. And uh, I'm going to have to check out some of their other stuff because mm-hmm. that's the first, first thing I've heard from them. So today, Brooke. Mm-hmm. It's Freedom Day. It's Freedom Day. It's Freedom Day. So it would be, um, I mean, gosh, we would be missing a ball <laughs> set on a tee for us <laughs> if we uh, didn't talk about freedom. So I mm-hmm. want to, I mean, gosh, there is, we were talking before this, and there's only about 15 different soapboxes that we could or could not get on um, mm-hmm. during during this discussion. And there's a lot of ways that we could go and, and talk about this. Um, but I want to... Um, oh boy, I'm gonna have to find it. That moment when you realize the tab in your Bible that you thought was to the <laughs> to it. what you wanted. There we go. It's not it. Um, so I want to read this because kind of the I guess the thought process when I texted Brooke and was like, "Hey, here's where I think we should maybe talk about today." Mm-hmm. Um, I the, think you should pray first. You think I should pray first? Okay, yeah. I'll pray first. Okay. All right, let's pray. Okay. Jesus, we uh, just pause. And we thank you for an opportunity uh, to talk about uh, real freedom and Mm -hmm. real freedom that is found in you, not in uh, anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, And God, we pray as we uh, have a conversation about this, would you um, reveal that freedom to us, uh, whether through scripture, whether through uh, just your voice, your word, as somebody's listening to this, would you speak to them? Uh, Would you uh, give somebody that is uh, maybe sitting in their car or on their lawnmower right now, uh, who is shackled down by 
um, the weight of uh, things that they think are making them free. Um, God, as we have this conversation today, would you uh, actually break chains mm-hmm. and would you actually free people mm-hmm. and give people um, real freedom in you mm-hmm. um, today? And we know that freedom only comes um, from you, your son, Jesus Christ, um, and a relationship with him. So we pray uh, today as we have this conversation that we can communicate that uh, that we can uh, talk openly about that and uh, in a way that others would receive your words, not ours today. We pray all mm-hmm. this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed, can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. So that was kind of the verse that, um, actually, like as our students, we do. So I can see why the students do like this big, you've been to CIY, you know this, but mm-hmm. other people listening don't. Like sure. We do this large group thing at the end where basically we just huddle up, we talk through the day, the nightly stuff, whatever. And usually, like, you know, especially me, who I'm not really super involved anymore with that. Um, and, you know, I want it's, it's about the students and it's their time to share and stuff. So I don't usually say a whole lot, but uh, I usually try to spend that time like, okay, like as people are talking about stuff, let's just... Have the Bible ready, open, flip through, see what pops up. If there's something that needs to be shared or makes sense to share, then, you know, we'll be ready to share it. So uh, this was kind of one of those verses that just kind of popped up as I was, uh, somebody was talking, and I was actually thinking about worship and just some different things, and I was stumbled upon this verse anyways. But um, what really kind of, I guess, I don't know, I think it, more and more, and I think he's trying to, he was telling me this. I feel like this is something that uh, really just in the last, like, couple weeks, mm-hmm. I would say has been, like, a, a um, you might say a word uh, that is. <laughs> I uh, probably say that too much. <laughs> you, would, you would say a, a word <laughs> that, um, you know, I think God is trying to speak to me. But it's basically been this idea of, like, I need you I need you to actually see, like, I know that you may, like, you may be free, but I need you to actually, like, have eyes to see that other people aren't, mm-hmm. and, like, what is holding them back, and so then this verse, you know, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away, for the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, and so it's just kind of that idea of, like, if if I've had the veil removed, then that allows me freedom and then if somebody else had like you know like when that veil is removed there should be freedom which kind of led me to think like okay well maybe if that if it seems like that veil is still there then clearly freedom may not be there yet like Mm -hmm. there's something still holding them back Mm -hmm. from real freedom and I think this plays we see this in worship a lot I mean I feel like that is you know the was talking with some of the students just about that, you know, like worship is, I, I think especially younger people and, you know, like we, we get in these camp environments and things like that. And we think like, okay, you know, it's easy to get on that kind of that, that high, you know, the, mm-hmm. there's, a little, there's, a, there's a little extra, there's a little extra low end, you know, mm-hmm. the lights are a little different. You're, there's <laughs> a thousand other high school kids, you know, mm-hmm. that are all singing and, 
and it just kind of creates this atmosphere of like, this is so totally different than anything I've ever seen before. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's actually not. Like, there's yeah. nothing different. It's just that, like, you actually came in prepared and, like, mm-hmm. you spent all day preparing yourself mm-hmm. and, like, you spent all day with Jesus and with other people who mm-hmm. were also in Jesus. And, like, you've just actually lived out the way that, like, God intended us to live. And so you've come to the end of your day mm-hmm. and now it's time to, to worship through music and it's all clicked and made sense. And mm-hmm. now you feel free mm-hmm. and you are actually experiencing what it's like to just be live, in the presence yeah, of God. To live yeah. your life with yes. Jesus. So I'm like, yeah. no, it's not actually anything mm-hmm. different. You are just, I don't want to say like, you're just actually doing it like the way that we were intended to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so like we were talking like, like worship isn't a feeling. It is a, it's a decision we make. Like yeah. it's a daily minute by minute hour decision we make to worship. And so, um, you know, I think, I don't know about you. I mean, we, we see people and like, I feel like I'm seeing more and more like almost individually, like God's telling me like, there's somebody with like, see, they've, they're, they're still shackled there there's another person like they're they're still shackled like they think they're free but they're not like mm-hmm. they're still trying to carry that like mm-hmm. they think they're free but they're not like mm-hmm. they're still trying to carry that and mm-hmm. i don't know these are the things that have been going through yeah i love that it's, it's good there are two things that come to mind um the first one being and i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast before or not but you know, with what you're saying, with how you can identify people that you're leading who very well have not or may not have experienced freedom um, that the Lord gives and he brings and he's He's good to do. Um, but I think when I shifted my perspective of like, okay, we have this church service. Okay, we're leading. Okay, we have these people, all whatever. And I think we think that or it's easy to think that we're at church with people who get it, and so we're worshiping with people who get it, and we are, you know, having the service with people who get it, and, you know, then it's just great, and we're celebrating, and then it's over, and then we wait till next weekend to do it again. But when the Lord started showing that, you know, we've got plenty of people who get it, and we've got probably more people who don't. Because that's what the whole point of church is for. And it's not a matter, it's not to say like, oh, because all these people don't get it, like something's wrong with the church or they just, something's wrong. No, like they're right where they need to be. And it's like our job to to know how to see, discern, pray and lead and steward the presence of God in a room that encourages and allows the people who still need that veil removed, you know, or torn from them and the Lord, right? Like they just need to say yes to him and, and all the things like there are enough people here that are curious. There are enough people. And I said, you know, honestly church here, sure. But church, the capital C church again, this is, you know, everywhere across, you know, the world or whatever. I mean, that is what the church is for. And I think when we can come as a people, that's like, ready to identify people who need deliverance and who need encounters with the Holy Spirit. Um, it just changes how we lead and it changes what we want from a service. It changes how we pray. It changes the intentionality behind every single thing that we do. Like it really does. I'll change my batteries and my mic and I feel like I'm just like gearing up, you know, I'm just, you know, like I'm like ready to go. Um, but yeah, it's just the, it's war zone, you know, and it's, it's just something that I don't take lightly. And, um, yeah, and so that's that's a word, and I don't even remember the second thing now, but we'll get there, I'm sure. 
Yikes. And I mean, I think, especially as Americans, because mm-hmm. like our so much of our personality almost and like our persona as Americans is built around this idea of freedom. Like mm-hmm. we are the free country and we mm-hmm. are the country that gives freedom to mm-hmm. other you know what I mean? And like we are the freedom providers and we are the freedom protectors, you know. And, um, and that's great. That's, and, you know, and that's, and we, we celebrate that, you know, and that's, I mean, we have, like I said, I mean, that's what we're celebrating today. Yeah. Um, I think we get so hung up though, as America, like we're hung up on the wrong kind of freedom. Mm -hmm. Like we, we kind of put our, our, we, we put our, our stock in that, you know, oh, well, we live in America we're free. Well, you know, that's, that's not the freedom that's going to take us anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the freedom that gets us where we want to be in the end. That's not the freedom that removes the weights and the burdens and the chains that we carry around every day. Like mm-hmm. we, um, I think we, we've almost like removed the wrong veil. Mm. Maybe Like we think the veil has been taken off, mm-hmm. but we, we're just we're, deceived. Still like there. we're deceived yeah. that we're operating under freedom when we are still in great need of deliverance. And, and that was the second thing I was going to say. Um, now that you talk about that, it, it reminded me, but like the need for deliverance never goes away. So even when you're a people in a church and you, um, you know, you've, you are Christian and you've encountered the Lord and you've been free from, you know, set free, healed, delivered, however you want to say, um, from X, Y, and Z of um, things you've walked or experienced or harm that's been done to you or whatever it may be, um, you know, just because, and I was talking to Lee about this the other day, um, after rehearsal and just the fact that, you know, Lee is just someone that we all love and respect so much. She is one of our, she's on our worship team and she's just a very, um, just a key. She just brings so much. She's a, a key player to the team that we have that the Lord has built. And, you know, for someone like her, to ask for prayer for things. And she's like, gosh, like, I just, like, I need some, some freedom here. Like I, you know, and you just think like, what you do, you know? And then we were talking about that and it's like, it never ends on the side of heaven. You know, even as Christians, like it's like, we can always still be deceived and we always need, we always need freedom from something because like we're human and we're, we can love the Lord, but we are not perfect, you know? Um, so I think it's, that's something to be mindful too of just like the spiritual side of freedom is that like, we're never going to need to not need it ever, you know, no matter how long we have walked with the Lord or how good we think we are. Um, it's just, sin is just you know, and so I mean, we're always needing deliverance from something, you know, freedom mm-hmm. from something. And that's, I think, I don't know, it feels, and sometimes I hold, and honestly, the last couple, like, especially last weekend, just like with the, the topic and the, like, the songs we had, mm-hmm. and just, you know, some of the words we were singing, it's like you want to go, you almost want to leave the stage and just walk down to people and be like, you want like you want this mm-hmm. you need this like like how do i what right. do i like you don't like, it's so obvious that you are trying to carry something mm-hmm. that you have no business you have in. no business yeah. care and like you're trying to free you you think that you're free mm-hmm. and you're not mm-hmm. Gosh, and like that's it's a, so that's I, a word <laughs> and it's so it's like 
Yeah. But you can't just start walking around and no, you know, you can't. Like, can't, like telling people that. <laughs> but that's, but that's, that's a, and that's why like intercession is so important when we're worshiping because that's it. It's a lie from the enemy. And he is like, he is the great deceiver. He has earned that title, you know, like he can fool us and trick us into thinking that um, our reality of our life or our situation is one thing and it's not. And so, um, but, but that's just the thing. I mean, we intercede and we pray during worship, during the word, during all of it, because it's so important. And when you've experienced, okay, first I'll say there are people who may listen to this podcast who are like, you're using words that make me uncomfortable. And you're talking about a topic that makes me uncomfortable. And, um, then I'm just going to call it out right now. And then I'm just going to ask you to spend some time with the Lord and where, where do you need deliverance from? Because when you've walked deliverance and you've experienced deliverance, it's like you then become a person who's so desperate for somebody and everybody else to experience the freedom that you've been given through Christ, that you're like, oh, you're in bondage and you don't even know it. Like you're you're living in fear of man or we're, we're living in fear of opinion or we're living in fear of whatever or of death or of grief or whatever it could be. Um, but it's just like when you've experienced it yourself, you just become that person that's like, if I make you uncomfortable, I'm sorry, but it's worth you hearing if it's if it means like, the possibility of you experiencing this too, you know. Yeah, and I think like Ephesians three twelve says that. Um, so because of Christ and our faith in Him, we can now come boldly and confidently mm-hmm. into God's presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that's like to me that is that's real freedom. Mm-hmm. Like you know. When you wake up in the day, whatever it is, because it's there's it's going to be something new every day. It may be the same thing every mm-hmm. day. It's like f- real freedom is knowing that because of Christ and our faith in Him, mm-hmm. that we can come boldly and confidently into God's presence at any moment, any time when we want to. Yeah, and like that is mm-hmm. like if you're waiting for the weekend, mm-hmm. like that's not it. Mm. That's you. It's you. You're not free. And none of this, too, like, is out of a place of judgment. No. Or, like, or whatever. No, it's, it's like a desperation like, of just, like, oh, man, like, we want everyone I'm to the, experience yeah, and it's, it. And it's like, we, I've been there. Yeah. Like, I have been there. Yeah. And it's not even that, probably that long ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, a realization of just how many, the more, I mean, and just the, the politicalness of our culture mm-hmm. and just the, this, the, the disunion of everything, the disunity, the divisiveness, just the like vitriol and like anger that is just behind so many things in our country right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it is just, it's becoming more and more clear to me who really, honestly, I'm not involved. Like, I don't, I I mean, I don't, I don't want to say I don't follow that stuff, but like, I just, it's, I don't know. It's, God's kept me away from Mm -hmm. that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just like as a kind of an outsider looking in at like what feels like two grizzly bears that are Mm -hmm. fighting each other. And you're like the guy that's trying to figure out like, do I do something here? Or Mm -hmm. I mean, that's two grizzly bears fighting. Like, should I just (laughs) stay? I should probably stay at a distance. But like, it's just it's almost like I saying like you are like here's I like you can see like you're you're not one of the grizzly bears mm-hmm. so i know that you can see so like i'm going to give you 
eyes to see all of the bondage that is around you Mm -hmm. and all the different things that are holding people down. And that doesn't mean that I don't have it myself because I have plenty, I have plenty of my own stuff, but it's like, God's going to, it's like, he's telling me that like, we're going to deal with your stuff and we'll take care of that. And like, I'm going to, we'll handle that. You know, we've, we've got our process there. We'll Mm -hmm. handle that. But Mm -hmm. after we handle that, like, you have like you you've got to go and mm-hmm. get these other people. You've mm-hmm. got to go and shackle these other people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just I mean, I don't know. It's that's the reality of like the next season that's coming yeah. though. I mean, really, just think I think COVID I think COVID did a lot of stripping um for the church and for people who um, love the Lord, I think it's a, it was a great season of who is your master? Who is your mm-hmm. master? And then just really asking yourself, but who is it? Because we get really comfortable, and when we're comfortable, it's easy to say, you, God, you. And then when things get sketchy and things get kind of hairy and things get kind of, you know, a little wonky, it's like, who's your master? And then we're like, well, you, but, you know... And then things get really bad and really dark and really ugly and really out of our control. And it's terrifying. And he says, who's your master? And you have to make a choice. Who's your master? And so now we're in this season, a great political um, weight um, that people kind of are bearing just with their opinions or their thoughts or beliefs right now in our country. And I just still hear the Lord saying, who is your master? Like, who will you serve? And I think I feel the same way with you. I feel like I look from the outside in on this political side of things because I feel like so many people, you read things and you're like, you don't even get it. You know, like, oh, and it's not even like a matter of pride. It's like kind of sad. Um, I was talking the other day, there was a TikTok I was watching and there was a lady who was... um, just ranting about the situation and she um out of her mouth said like I don't believe in the Bible I don't care what the Bible says I don't care what this God you know whatever like she's like I respect that you have these beliefs I respect that you have these values and opinions but I don't care what the Bible says and in that moment like it was not anger in my belly but it was like deep compassion because how many people say with their mouth I don't care and you're not my master and it's like when you know freedom and you believe in eternal things, you know, like that's a big deal, you know, and it's just so much more than political things. This is the kingdom and people are blinded and want to argue and want to debate and fight about, you know, churches are debating and fighting over, you know, whatever. And it's like, this is so not what it's about, but who is your master? And can we still walk and follow him and worship and praise him in this season that we just are like, what is going on? And, and the answer is yes. And the freedom that comes from that, because you say you are my master, mm-hmm. just outweighs any kind of freedom that we feel like we have or don't have from any place else. I always think of nerd moment here on my part. Okay, This so, is good. So okay. I would, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Really? Right? Yes, huge Lord of the Rings. I did not know that yes, about you. Yes, love. Okay. I mean, I don't, I haven't, I don't read. So I <laughs> you're like, read, but I love the movies. I haven't read the books, but <laughs> I, the movies I love. Um, and so, 
I often am, I don't have you ever seen him? Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Do I like come across as a person well, who probably no, would or wouldn't? That's why I, I asked. <laughs> no. <laughs> I asked in hopeful. Uh, hopeful no, no uh, okay. I've never. No. I mean, I the only thing out. I know about it is that like creepy little monster guy, like who says like my precious. Oh, Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's my only. When you say Lord of the Rings, yeah. that's what I picture. Okay. That's well, all I know. <laughs> so there's this scene, like it's in the in the first movie. There's a scene where they're. So they've got, you know, the ring Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, trying to figure out like, what's the best, they found this ring. What's the best way to deal with this ring? And so like all of these people from a post, like they all have different, you know, there's like nine different thing, people, groups, whatever Mm -hmm. represented in this, you know, council. And they all have different opinions of what should be done or how they should handle this ring. And like, they're all just, they just start arguing like and the next thing you know like it's just literally like this scene where the whole group is standing up they're yelling at each other they're screaming at each other they're calling each other names you know mm. they're just all this stuff they're all just yelling at each other and then there's little frodo he's a hobbit hobbits are little brook they're, like, they're, they're just they're <laughs> what like are you a, trying to say no you well i'm just saying that you probably would have lived in oh my um, gosh hobbiton um, oh, but yeah the shire you would have lived in the shire but they um <laughs> And so, like, Frodo, who's the main character, mm-hmm. like, basically, like, calmly and quietly, like, while everybody is shouting and yelling, and he just basically, like, he has the ring, and he's just basically, like, I'll take, like, he just kind of whispers, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I'll, I'll do it, like, I'll take care of it. I'll, it, I'll carry the burden, like, I'll do it. And, like, slowly, everybody stops like all the fighting and all the yelling and whatever slowly like they realize that here's mm-hmm. this little hobbit that's going to carry the you know, like he's going to carry the burden he's going to take care of it he's willing to step up and do it and like in the season we're in right now I feel that's what I feel like I feel like we are like we're just everybody is shouting and yelling mm-hmm. and everybody has an opinion on the way things should go and Jesus is just like sitting back watching it all Mm-hmm. And then, like, he has just slowly gotten up, and he's like, almost like, guys, I've already taken care of it. Yeah, like I've mm-hmm. already done it. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, I've already carried. Like, mm-hmm. I've already carried the burden. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, this is you're 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 fighting over the wrong things. Like, mm-hmm. you're you're missing you're missing the point. Yeah. You're, and he's like trying to, but like he doesn't. He's not going to yell, and he's not because you know, like, it's not going to overtake these big huge sides that are screaming and yelling mm-hmm. yeah. and you know and like we don't see it until finally like one person you know notices that like he's basically gotten up and left and they're like you know oh wait a minute we've really missed it and mm-hmm. so I don't know that's just the picture that I've had of like what if we just everybody just stopped for a second Mm-hmm. and realize that the freedom maybe we think that we're fighting for, or the f- this freedom that we think is so important to protect, or mm-hmm. this freedom, you know, all this freedom. And we're like, Jesus is like, guys, that's not the freedom that I went to the cross for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, I've given you all the freedom that you need, like, and I've given it to you in my son, Jesus. And so, like, take the veil off. Like, mm-hmm. remove, take it off, like, you have all the freedom that you need. So take that freedom mm. and then do something. Like, like, actually do what I've asked you to do. Yeah, like, yeah. actually do what 
I've called you to do with that freedom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's the, the mental yeah. picture that's in my mind. That's good. Well, the other word that comes to mind is authority. That's huge. I mean, when you really understand authority, you walk different. You expect different. You hope differently, you know, than before. And that's really, I feel like, something only the Lord could walk us through and show us. Um, and that's the same with freedom, you know. And then and in and by the authority we're given because of Jesus, I mean, it really does just change then everything in which we can experience freedom differently than we ever have before. There was, again, I'll bring up Lee. We were talking, when we were talking, um, I, I was also then sharing with her, you know, that's the funny thing. Like, you know, I feel like I have walked a lot of healing and I feel like I've walked a lot of, you know, victories or I've like through hard things and whatever. Um, and then I feel like I, I mean, and this is just stuff from the accumulation of, well, my life, you know, you know, it's not just like anything recent per se, but, um, when I felt like I was like, okay, like that was really hard work. Like, you know, because, you know, walking in through deliverance and stuff like that's, that's hard work. You know, you have to die to yourself and you have to be willing to go there with the Lord. And it's very hard sometimes and scary. Um, but when you do the work, um, it's so, it's, it is, it is just worth it. And so I was talking to Lee and I was like, you know, what's crazy is I felt like I've done all this work and it made me feel really odd when I had to, to, to really sit with the Lord and be like, so what else is there? Like, what else is it? And sometimes uh, we had been calling it like our closets. Like, we're like, just check the closets, you know, like what needs cleaned up? And the things that we operate under, truly, you think, this is just how I am. This is just what I think. This is this, the reason why I feel this way is because, you know, things have been hard or because, like, life's just not going to be perfect until heaven and all these things. And it's like when you, you get to that closet and, and, you re, and the Lord just reveals it to you and he brings the dark thing to light. He's like, like I, he wants to free us from bondage. But until we sit and we ask God, what even is that for me? You know, and how many, because we might be like, well, I check these boxes or I feel this way or I think that I'm good. But when you ask the Lord, like, what else is there in me that needs refined? What else in me do I need freedom from? Like, how am I thinking? How am I operating? What am I expecting? Like, is it just how you literally you think? It's just how my brain works. It's just how I'm wired. And it's like, no, like, um, probably not. You know, if it's not something that comes from God, he didn't make you that way. You know, so it's bondage. And he brings the dark things, the hard things to light. And it's the process of it, too. And again, just talking about the authority then that we have when we own the authority that we have. And then we operate through that authority, whether, yes, whether we really fully understand it or not, but we believe and we trust in it. I mean, the freedom that comes is a freedom that it surpasses all understanding, <laughs> like, because it's peace that you yeah. have, you know, um, and so in crazy situations in your life or in the world or whatever, you just have a piece of, like, I'm on his team, like, yeah. I'm on his side, yeah. and, like, my, um, what do they say, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, and you already know mine is, so, like, yeah. I'm just, like, I don't want to deal with any of the, any of it, like, I'm with you, <laughs> yeah. so it just changes things, for sure. Yeah, and that's, that's something that I think, I've been really, really thinking hard about on just the kind of the two, like the overwhelming love, grace, and mercy of God. 
and the other side of the overwhelming authority and justice and kingship of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like just the balance or, you know, like finding the, the respect for both yeah. and the, the understanding of both of like, yes, God is undeservingly loving and mm-hmm. graceful mm-hmm. and merciful to mm-hmm. us. But on the same time, like he is a father, but he is also a king. Mm-hmm. And like like he is to be respected. And mm-hmm. he is like I am living under his authority. Yeah. Like I am like he is the king of all kings. Yeah. And you know, like not letting one side take because I think we can get too much on the well, he's loving, so he'll always forget, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he'll always forgive me and mm-hmm. he'll always, you know, like we can, we, you know, he'll, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's good because mm-hmm. he loves me and he'll give me grace and he'll, but I think we can get too far on the other side of like, well, he is going to pound me into the ground and because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, he's going to constantly, uh, you know, yell at me and hold me down. And, you know, like I, I'm a failure because I can't live up to, to what, and it's like wrestling with, both and having a healthy respect and understanding of both. Yeah. Because um, I think that is, that is part of understanding the freedom we have in Christ is, mm-hmm. is, is having a understand. I mean, as much as we can understand, you know, try, I mean, and that's something that I've really been trying to search for and, mm-hmm. and just really wrestle with the, okay, what, what is the healthy amount of respect for the king of kings that I need to have, but also mm-hmm. not so far that I forget the love, mercy, and grace mm-hmm. that he provides. And I think Paul talked about it in Galatians chapter 5. And honestly, I could read almost this whole chapter, but I will save us the... But you should, you should just pause this podcast and read <laughs> Galatians chapter 5. That would be probably the best thing to do right now. But I'll try to paraphrase him. But basically, starting verse 1, he says, So Christ has, and I think, honestly, verse 1 sums up a lot of it. But he says, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free mm-hmm. and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so, like, I think that's, that's, that sums up trying to figure out that balance. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jesus loves us. Yeah. He set us free. He died yeah. for us. But now stay free yeah. and understand, like, understand the, the balance of don't, don't get tied up in the stuff that God never intended us to get tied up in. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul is trying to tell us that here. And I, mm-hmm. I love that. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. I, that reminds me of when I was with the Lord and, and, and talking about um, the sermon um, for kept when he was Which talking you about killed, by the way <laughs> if you have not listened or heard Brooks sermon that she gave at kept you need to go and i believe that's on our youtube page that's central now you need to look that up and you need to listen to Brooke just straight drop some fire on oh the kept gosh. gathering there's that thank you um oh boy i now i'm nervous um Okay, anyways, so when I was preparing for that with the Lord, there was a section when he was talking about 
when he was giving the Ten Commandments. And something that, you know, you read about and you know the Ten Commandments, right? But it's something that I'd never really, like, absorbed before um, was, like, almost the heart of God when giving them. It was like he was giving them for our good, but he was giving them so that people would know that they were set apart in the territory than they were then entering. And so it's like God gives us, like, expectations and law and rules and a guide from his word of just how to live and all that because a it's for our good and b it's because it sets us apart and people will know we are set apart by the way that we live and I just thought like you didn't just give these rules because you're just like high and mighty and you don't you want us to be like trapped and and chained and just like under this like orderly structure of how you want it and whatever like that was not his heart at all and so I mean I think that just like in essence just summarizes his heart um so much like you said in the balance of he's reverent and he's holy and he's glorious and he's just like but he wants me and he thinks like a lot of me Mm -hmm. and um I was listening to a thing today and I will not get the I, I can't remember the word but she was talking about how it's used to say, like, we were made um, in, the, in, in his image just under God. Like, so it's like there's God, and then we're literally made in his image right underneath. Like, then we're the closest to him than anything else. So, of course, he treasures us, you know. But it's like, it's just, it, like, we love our parents, but it's like, but we have to, you know, as a good kid, like, you're like, I love you, like, and maybe, like, I don't see why you're doing this to me or, you know, whatever right now, but I, like, respect you because you're my mom, and I respect you because you're my dad, and that's just that, you know, and, and it, yeah. it has to be, it ha- you have to leave it as just that with the Lord, like, you don't have to understand all the time, you don't have to have all the answers, you don't have to, you know, you know, agree automatically, like, he will reveal it, you know, just trust him, um, but yeah, anyways, so that's, that's good stuff. No, that's good, and that's mm-hmm. uh, later... In verse 5 in Galatians 2, and this kind of goes with what we've been talking about. It says, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Mm -hmm. Beware of destroying one another. Mm-hmm. And I always appreciate that this kind of stuff comes from Paul. I think what I appreciate most about Paul is, well, hey, I mean, he went from killing Christians <laughs> to being, you know, like writing half the Bible. But <laughs> I mean, you can appreciate that. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. But that like, I don't know, like, I feel, and uh, I don't know how to say it, but like. He's just bold. He is. And he I just, he like, just goes I feel like, like, I, I, I don't want it, to, it feels sacrilegious to say, like, I relate to Paul. Because like, <laughs> like I, I'm not on, I don't, Honestly, I don't ever like want to make his, it seem like I am on um, even near Paul's level. But, but you're like, it's not sense of humor, but like your wittiness, yeah. and you're just kind of like, you're, you are very like, y- yeah. But I, I, as your friend, can anyway, totally see anyways, this. Anyways, <laughs> what I appreciate about Paul was like, he stuck up for the people at that time that like, the Jewish people were like, no, nah, they, no, nah, bro, they can't get in. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, they, this ain't going to work mm-hmm. with all these Gentiles and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And like, Paul was like, oh no, but it can, and it will. <laughs> and, um, you know, and it's like, yeah. and I get just, him, Paul. yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, I just appreciate that he, I mean, he really was 
I mean, without probably what Paul did and Paul's work, and I'm sure God could have worked it out down the line, but like mm-hmm. without what Paul did, I mean, like we would be out. Mm-hmm. Like we would, I mean, he, he stuck up for the, mm-hmm. the you and I's of today, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, I'm not Jewish. Well, can we and, just talk about this really fast yeah. before you go on is the fact like if Paul would not have walked through his deliverance to receive his freedom, look what would have not have happened through him. Yeah. You know, like he walked and spoke and he led with such authority because he received freedom that he literally, and that was the boldness that he operates under, surely, because of who he once was and the chains that he once had and the deliverance that he got to experience. And he just knew how real it was. He's so sold out and bought in to the gospel. And it's like we today still are like, I wish I was friends with this Paul guy, you know? How cool is that? But it's like, I... Like I want to be like I just like I want to be the person that's out there saying, but but if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out, mm-hmm. beware of destroying one another. Mm-hmm. And I know that like in today's in <laughs> the social media war, whatever that is being waged today, that that's the oh you know the church is weak and needs to do this and that, and oh you need you know no we don't need to we need to devour them and we need to destroy mm. this and that, you know, and we need to be tough and we, and all that, there's a place for all that. Sure. Whatever. But like, I mean, here's Paul literally in a time when kind of similar things are going on. And I feel pretty confident that if Paul's saying it, then it's probably the Lord saying it. And mm. it's like, if he's saying, you know, beware of destroying one another and, that don't don't use the freedom, and I think that's what I feel like I'm seeing in the church. We're, we're using the wrong freedom mm-hmm. to try to destroy one another mm-hmm. within the church and outside of the church. Mm-hmm. And God's out there saying, like, no, no, like you've I've freed you, and you've mm-hmm. you've been freed. And real freedom is serving one another in love. Mm-hmm. And it's not what does it say? Um, it's not flesh and blood. Yeah. And we just, you know, the church, we need to be be mindful. Are we making it flesh and blood? Or are our eyes open to the things that are really going on um, and that we're not being deceived by the enemy, by all these distractions? You know, were they smoke and mirrors, right? We, there's that yeah. song, and, and that's it. Like, he wants to just distract us by all these other things that doesn't mean they're not important. It doesn't mean they, they don't need a dress. I don't want to make light of any yeah. of it, but it's also like, but I want to prioritize. That's what it is. I'm not making light of it, but I want to prioritize mm-hmm. where we're operating from and the direction we're going in our hearts and our intentions and like how we're following the Lord. And, and it's like just that bird's eye view up there with him. Like I'm like, Lord, I know we see in part, you know, and it's like, and I, and I'm not you and I don't ever pretend to be, but like, I want to see what you see. And I want to go after what, what you, like what I say, what we say, I want to talk how you talk. I want to walk how you walk. Like I want to go after you. And so it's just like in situations like this, I don't want to be that person that's so distracted, you know, by, you know, by these important heavy things that I'm like so distracted on a spiritual level because of it, you know? I think that's, that's where I feel like in our, in our worship, in, worship posture like just in general like our minds are so distracted right now Mm -hmm. like I feel like that is like the enemy is like it's distract like that is his 
his main weapon right now yeah. is distraction. And he has got us distracted on so many different things, on false freedoms, on false wars, yeah. on fall, all, you know, all these things. And meanwhile, like, God's just sitting there like, guys, guys, just like, mm-hmm. can I get you to focus? For yeah. Like, I just, 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 I need your attention for just, he's just saying, a like, second. Who's your master? Yeah. Who's yeah. your master? Yeah. Yeah. So and I just say, like, mm. I mean, imagine, imagine what, and that's the thing. I think that's where a lot of this, like, because I felt like it happened at Kept. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of times before or after a worship set, like, in my mind, I'll think, like, man, what could have happened if that room really embraced the freedom of Christ? Like, mm-hmm. what could have happened or what would it have looked like mm-hmm. if the people in that room would have embraced freedom and actually said, like, free me from these chains. Like, I don't want to carry this anymore. Like, I don't, I want to move out of my comfort zone and I want to experience the presence of God and freedom. And I felt like that that was an experience that happened at Kept. And then after that, it's like, after you kind of like see that, it was almost like God was like, you've been wondering there you go. There's an example. Mm-hmm. Now, basically, what are you, like what are you gonna do to for uh, to draw other people into that? Mm-hmm. It's nothing I can do, but right. I mean, like, are you willing to do what it takes? Are you willing to go where I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. make you go? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to say the things that you're gonna have to say? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to take the steps you're gonna have to take so that I can not me, but God speaking mm-hmm. so that I can f- free these people. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, I think that's that's where we're at. Yeah, that's all right. Phase two. <laughs> that's, that's, Praise God. <laughs> that's, that's where yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. we're heading next. Yeah. And you just, and it's going to get messy. Yeah. Well, and fantastic. <laughs> they're talking about, or their theme. I, have they, well, I don't know if I should talk about their theme yet. Mm, maybe mm-hmm. I won't. But what mm-hmm. I will say is, when we were back at Moore Conference, Kept Conference, Maria was talking about um, going into like the deeper waters of the Lord. And I mean, like, that's it. Cause it's like, once you go there, it's like shallow just doesn't cut it. And yeah. so like you go deeper, 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 knowing who he is and it's nothing over spiritual. It's literally knowing your creator and yeah. all that he is. And um, just getting, he's just, he's just never boring. He's, yeah. he's, there's always something to learn. And, um, but I think that's so cool because it's like when you worship in freedom, like worshiping, not in freedom, just, you're just like, Oh no, I don't want to go back there. And yeah. even if I'm the only one in the room, then it's like, I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what it look like, what it looks like. I'll be the only one in the room mm-hmm. if that, if that's what it takes. Like, cause you're, you're worried about me and my obedience, right. you know, like yeah. I don't need to be worried about anybody else, but me and my obedience towards you. And so it's like, once you go there, it's just like, you just like, you can't go back. And you, Nothing else cuts it. And it's, it's, I, th- I think it comes off almost as like a, there's almost like a, like a sense of smugness to, I think people are like sense that. And you're just like, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's just like, literally your opinion does not matter. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I don't mean that rude, but yeah. like literally like, yeah, I, the one opinion that does matter is, and, and I'm receiving that. And mm-hmm. so you can, yeah. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do, I yeah. guess. But I love yeah. that. I bet people are listening and they're like out loud saying, Amen. Maybe. <laughs> or they've hit pause a long time ago. <laughs> the people who are listening, yeah. they're with you, boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
podcast. If you're still here. Thank you. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. If, Sweet. Uh, I'm going to read this verse one more time, and then we'll, we'll kind of leave that. We'll leave it with that, and we'll wrap this thing up. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord, and the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious presence. My prayer, Brooke's prayer, our prayer today is that you would remove the veil and that you would experience um, the freedom that is the Spirit of the Lord as uh, we all are on this journey to just look more and more like Him and be changed into His glorious image. We appreciate you all listening today, and uh, this has been another fun episode of Mm -hmm. Praise Podcast. Happy Independence Day, and uh, hopefully maybe today some people will Celebrate the freedom we have in our country because it deserves being celebrated. Um, But maybe today some people will also celebrate in some freedom from bondage that they have been carrying. And we'll celebrate real freedom in Christ and in his spirit today. Thank you all for listening as in every day and in every way we want to be people that bring the praise. We'll see you all next time.